Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. And I have been doing a little personal time traveling, not necessarily on purpose, but I have been uploading um, the early episodes of the blogcast. Uh, some of you uh, who have listened to the previous episode know. Um, I've gotten maybe seven up by now, um, and it's just funny to like, oh, in early spring of 2016, before all the shit hit the fan, or only just a little bits of shit were hitting the fan, and we thought maybe this, maybe this fan will get turned off very soon, and we can all just go back to normal. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, but the other thing is, uh, I'll tell you more about this at the end here. But I've been sort of going through the the archives of songs and such. And so I, it feels like, wow, the past is a crazy place. Um, (laughs) it's good in some ways and also weird. Anyway, um, today's blog is, uh, it's one, it's, you know, it's really funny because like some of these like I just kind of toss them off. I'm going to be honest. I'm like, okay, the, uh, you know, this is a thing that's on my mind, blah, blah, blah. It's over. And then, you know, I'll put them up because I'm like, why not? But I th- really think like, mm, this is going nowhere. And this is one of those um, in my mind. And yet it was one of those that like people responded to in a weirdly positive way. So I, I, I it just goes to remind me again and again and again that there's just no way to predict what is going to resonate with people, what's going to hit, what's going to be important to them or not. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just always surprising. Always. Every time. <laughs> like, I, I think I have some kind of predictive ability, but I really, really do not. I have no ability whatsoever, which is a good reminder to just put them all out, whether I think they're worth anything or not. It just, it just doesn't matter. I just got to keep, keep, uh, keep, keep them coming. Um, so here it is with that ringing endorsement. I'm sure you're so excited now to hear, here is my blush. In high school, At forensics meets and auditions, people would often look at my chest and get a concerned look on their faces. Are you okay? They'd ask. You're bright red. I had a rather unfortunate tendency for a performer. When I'd get nervous or excited or just pumped up, my chest would turn red or blotchy. I understand now that it's probably a factor of being an HSP, highly sensitive person, but at the time it was just embarrassing. It mostly doesn't happen anymore. I don't know whether I've evened out or have fewer opportunities to perform or when I do, I don't get nearly as nervous or if it's the quieting down of an aging nervous system or maybe I just don't look in the mirror that much, but I haven't seen that bright red chest blush in ages. Last night, though, I went in to brush my teeth, looked in the bathroom mirror, took one glance at my chest, got a concerned look on my own face, and asked myself, are you okay? You're bright red. And then I realized that in the process of re-engaging with a play I'd previously abandoned, I'd gotten myself as worked up as I used to get when I was performing in high school. 
I know writing is as physical an act as anything, but it's not usually as physical as that. But here's what happened. Quite a few years ago, I started work on a play about Victoria Woodhull. I worked on it at a residency in Maine and did a preliminary reading there and then back in NYC six months later. I submitted that play and proposals to work on that play to all the developmental programs and all the residencies, and no one gave a damn about it but me and the tiny handful of people who read it or heard it in 2017. Other projects stepped forward and pushed this one aside. I worked on my book for young people during my residency in Vancouver. I wrote a whole new play for the Shakespeare contest at the American Shakespeare Center. The Woodhull play just sort of fell by the wayside. I didn't actively abandon it. I just never picked it back up to fix those problems in Act 2 that revealed themselves after the last reading at Flushing Town Hall. But I love these characters. I love the play, actually, and the pleasure of re-engaging with its difficulties is actually very sweet. And according to my body's blushing system, it's a lot more exciting than I realized as well. Not very many people would seem to be as interested in my play's questions as I am, but after seeing that old high school chest flush return, I know that the re-engagement is as potent as any performance. I also recognize that this is the good part, actually. Whenever, if ever, this play sees production, it will be as agonizing as sweet to see it realized. While I would surely rejoice loudly and wildly to see it on stage, it will always be compromised. There will inevitably be those moments of agony at misspoken text or misplaced emphasis or whatever details might arise. This writing flush is the play's purest joy for me, I suspect. And I'm writing this now, so I remember it. I just checked to see if maybe podcasting gives me the the flush blush the chest blush flush it does it did not this time but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen because <laughs> that's the thing like I don't necessarily notice unless someone points it out or I happen to look um, but in case you were wondering it not right now um, maybe I need like a longer post that like gets me a little bit more worked up than this one. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, blushing. Do you guys do it? Is it? Am I the only one who's like a weird red turning person? Uh, it is apparently really connected to how you're wired um, and highly sensitive people tend to um, have this particular uh, quirk. Um, so yeah, I've written a whole post about being a highly sensitive person and a little bit, uh, I think there's a reference to the, the, the redness um, in that post. So if you're curious about that, I don't know if I blogcasted that one. That may have been pre-podcast. I don't, I'm not, I'm actually not sure at all. Um, I'll look and see. And the answer is it was in 2014. So definitely not. I started podcasting apparently in 2016. So it was two years before the, uh, the, the podcast happened. Uh, so you'd have to read it. Unless you're like, you know what, I want to hear it so badly, please make a, a podcast version of it, in which case I'm, I might do that for you. But 
<laughs> only by special request. I'm not going back in time for everything because there there was a lot of blog before the podcast. Um, ten years. There's the, the blog has been around for ten years, and the podcast has only been around since the spring of 2016. So start doing that. I'm gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a real journey back in time, and not in like the good Back to the Future Huey Lewis kind of way either. So. Um, yeah, so song, the song for today, and the reason I have been going back into my own archives is that there are weirdly not many songs about blushing. Can you believe this? It just seems like there should be a million of them, and I cannot find a single one I could do. Like, not even... I don't know. First of all, Spotify is a terrible place to do research because their search mechanism is garbage. Um, but I, you know, I try. I also tried just like regular Google, like songs about blushing, songs about you know redness. I mean, red I got to, but blushing, nothing. I mean, I'm not saying nothing. Just like I, I can't cover a hip hop song. I just can't. I mean, I could, but it would be terrible. Um, and. Like the, 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 yeah, anyway, surprising to me, um, partly because I feel like all, all of my songs have blushing in them. They don't, I've, I have discovered, but I was like, oh, what I need to do is post one of my own songs because there's a lot of blushing in, in, um, the songs of Emily Rainbow Davis. <laughs> so that is what is has, having to happen here today. Um, I originally thought, okay, I'll go, I'll do a song that just features red. Um, and it actually led me some, to some really interesting songs that I'm, I'm not going to do for you, but, um, I actually recommend just having a fun YouTube journey with them. Uh, there's a Bob Marley song called Redder Than Red, um, which is not on Spotify. You're going to have to do it on YouTube. Um, but it's from 1972, and it is a delightful song. It really is. Um, and uh, then there's also a song, a blues song called Cherry Red, which I actually really liked a lot. Uh, but I just, A, couldn't find the chords. B, couldn't really, like, get my head around it. Um, but check that out, too. There, Ella Fitzgerald has a version of it. And then Esther Phillips' recording of it is also just delightful and that one actually is on Spotify so uh I enjoyed that version a lot um so cherry red which I am not singing for you instead what I'm going to put here um is a song that I wrote a while ago I don't want to say how long ago very long time ago and um was was um in my band we recorded it as part of our album so I'm gonna gonna play you a bright red red boot red boots song here from our bright red boots album um it's called points I fear that I may have put this on the blog before but I have discovered that my record keeping is abysmal I was keeping track of all the songs on a little Excel spreadsheet, but I didn't put every single song in there. So I may have put this on a previous blog. Not recently. I know that because what's going on recently is very different. But um, if you have heard it on the blog before and are disappointed to hear it again, I, I, I apologize to you. Uh, but I'm going to guess if it was on the blog cast before, it was like... 
really early. We'll probably, I'll, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to discover it while I'm re-uploading all of the old podcasts from 2016. Um, and then, you know, we can all go like, aha, there it is, episode whatever it is. Or it's possible that I've never put this up on the podcast before. That is also a very likely possibility. <laughs> anyway, um, this song was popular with um, a few people that I knew who particularly liked this one, which I always, I always found charming. And it features turning red. So <laughs> that is its prime purpose here today is to be the song for representing blushing. Um, I do have some others I, I have found, but um, this, what I've realized is like a lot of the songs um, that I used to do or know or ones that I wrote a long time ago but never recorded or I have recordings of, but they are um, like on a cassette and I don't know where those cassettes are. They're probably in storage. Um, I think my mom probably has a copy of a couple of them. Because we used to record our gigs. So there are a few songs that I think are in that collection of, of songs. And in, in one case, like I also had all of my songs written down in this one notebook that when I went to graduate school got stolen. Not the notebook specifically. It wasn't like someone was like, I steal all your songs, you evil, ha ha. No, it was like I had like 11 boxes stolen and that particular uh, notebook was among the things. Um, so I actually don't remember, like I can remember like chunks of a song, but not the whole thing. Um, anyway, but I, in that in this process, I, I feel like there are a couple of others, uh, old ones that may come to the fore in this period. So if you're excited about listening to some old songs that I wrote 20 years ago, <laughs> it might be happening. It might, it might just be happening. Um, yeah. So uh, before I give you points, um, just to say, if you want to support the podcast, please, uh, there's so many things to do. You can join my mailing list on my website, emilyrainbowdavis.com. You can uh, like it or whatever it is. Oh, five stars. That's what it is on uh, iTunes and uh, write a little review. Um, I think you need to, I need to like get like a number of those before they'll actually tell me about it. But um, go ahead and do it if you if you can. Um, the other things to do, you could be my patron on Patreon, Emily R. Davis at Patreon, patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. And I'm on Ko-fi, I'm on PayPal. Uh, follow me on Twitter, E Rainbow D. Like the Songs for the Struggling Artist on Facebook. Those are all things. And it would be awesome. If you felt like doing any of them. And meanwhile, here is a song from my late great band, Bright Red Boots. This is Points.
Take the words on me.